Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, week number four. The weekend is here. Started off with a uh, rousing victory for the Detroit Lions with uh, an unusually large number of Lion fans in the house as they uh, start to wrest control of that NFC North. And uh, they look like they mean business uh, after that uh, opening night win against the Chiefs. And they're continuing to they're really dominate teams on, on, on really both both lines right now. I know the Green Bay line was banged up, but uh, on both lines, uh, the Lions making an impact and making some noise, and uh, we head into week number four. Wiz, how are we doing? Yeah, doing uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, I think it was a disappointing, especially the start for Green Bay. They never really could get back in the game, but uh, Aaron Jones looked like he's really a shell of himself. Probably shouldn't have played in that game. Uh, limited playing time for Christian Watson as well. You didn't know what you were going to get from Montgomery, and he went crazy. Uh, all, all good stuff associated with uh, Thursday night football. But uh, a victory for the Lions, and uh, we'll move on to the uh, the games, and uh, including an early start time from London tomorrow between the Jags and Falcons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I, I you know, I talked to a number of people with that, you know, very lots of frustration around the Thursday night game and who to play and who not to play. I know three or four people who benched Montgomery. Uh, just because they didn't know what they were going to get. I know people, including myself, that started Aaron Jones, which I, that went completely against what I typically do. Um, these players coming back from injuries and why they force them back on a Thursday night, I have no idea. But you know, Green Bay is really being impacted by that. That offensive line is, is, is a shambles right now, and, and, and that was on full display uh, on Thursday night. But, yeah, just with the benefit of hindsight, I'm going to stick to my conservative ways and uh, – Players coming back from injuries generally shy away from that type of stuff. Um, you know, we got lucky. We started Montgomery in one league, but a number of people I know, and I understand, you know, kind of the concern around it. You know, with Montgomery, it was a bruise, so a little bit different situation than a hamstring that was for, um, well, that's been for the case for uh, Christian Watson and, and certainly the case for Aaron Jones as well. But those players now have an extra 10 days uh, to relax and, Get back into shape, and uh, Green Bay's got to get back, uh, get, get back into winning ways in that division. Yeah, and we'll get into the uh, games that we uh, like, and then player props as well. So, as far as I'm concerned, looking at the games, um, I'm just having a difficult time uh, early on, just because you know there are just so many key players that are out, and the, you know you're not sure of the injury status. I mean, honestly, it's it's Saturday and. I don't know. Is Debo Samuel going to be a full goal for the Niners? Is he going to is he going to miss the game? Is he going to be unlimited snap counts? It's you know just strange situations with some of these guys. Um, if you have if you have Saquon Barkley, I'm not sure what you do unless you have Breeder. Then you could play it out until Monday. Well, night. they just uh, this afternoon they put him down as doubtful. Oh, they moved Barkley to yep. Doubtful? Yeah, Barkley's been moved to Doubtful. So, uh, I so, saw something today where he was going to be a true game-time decision. Yeah, they they, uh, they, they but, clarified that about an hour ago. So I think that makes life a little bit easier for, for Saquon fans and, and for, for Breida owners at this point in time. So I'm going to go with two games that I like. Um, I'm going to play the Commanders plus nine. I, I know the Eagles are undefeated, but in some ways they, they've looked a little bit disjointed to me. Um, just some of their competition I know hasn't been great. But I, I think I think the Commanders 
pose an interesting challenge for them. They're not going to give up on the run game. They're going to run the ball. I think this type of game that could be a real um, a game that, that uh, you know, there's a lot of running this game. We know the Eagles want to, want to do it, but I think the, the commanders can counter that as well uh, with their defensive line and their ability to run the ball with Brian Robinson. So I'm going to take the commanders plus nine. And then the other game I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm going to lay five points. I know that seems like such a moto pick, uh, but I, I just feel – Maybe the light switch went on for the Chargers. They got that win, uh, you know, a tough, you know, one of those games where it goes either way and the, the Chargers have just lost all of those games, but they played even more of a, you know, a team that's even more um, of a victim when it comes to those close games in the Vikings. So maybe the light switch has gone on. My two plays are going to be the Commanders plus nine points and the Chargers laying five against the Raiders as far as sides and unders and overs. How do you see it for tomorrow? So I just want to comment on the games that you looked at. Um, I, 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 I am actually pretty close. You, you may have just pushed me over the edge. I was pretty, pretty close to putting a bet, especially after Washington got pasted last week. Uh, do you remember last season was when the Eagles, I want to say they were undefeated at the time. And I'm pretty certain that the the Commanders gave the Eagles their first loss last year. They yeah, ran. They, they went in there and they won that game. It was yep. a, a strange game. I think it was a play where Quez Watkins caught a long, long pass, and then he got the ball, you know, jarred loose, and he ended up fumbling the ball. But yeah, it was it was one of those type of games, and I could see a similar type of game tomorrow as well. Well, do you know how many times the Commanders actually ran the ball in that game? Was Again, oh my goodness, yep. it was incredible. Yep. Uh, and so they ran the ball 50 times in that game. <laughs> a combination right. of Curtis Samuel, uh, I, I guess at the time, who was playing quarterback at the time? Um, probably Heineke. Heineke, right? Yeah, probably Heineke. Heineke yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Brian Robinson had 26 carries in the game. Uh, Antonio Gibson had 14. You know, they got their blueprint on what they need to do in order. To, and and the, this is a young Eagle defense. Uh, you know, they lost Hargrave. So I, I think it's an interesting pick. Uh, division game, always a different situation. So they know what they're going to need to do to keep the Eagles off the football field. And I would think they employ the similar type of strategy. So it's an interesting one there. I, I got to say, Wiz, I, I was deeply disturbed this week um, on what was on social media regarding Chandler Jones. Um, veteran player, played with the New England Patriots, currently with the Las Vegas Raiders, and, you know, I, I don't – look, I am not a Josh McDaniels head coach fan in any way, shape, or form. And I don't know what to think at what Chandler Jones is actually going through right now, whether it's a medical event, CTE type event, I'm not sure. Uh, there were very, very concerning commentary and videos around what – but, I, you know, there's been a lot of other commentary around the way McDaniels has spoke. I've seen clips of ex Broncos talking about certain comments that were made to guys when they were leaning on a training table. And I think Josh McDaniels has social issues uh, in, in the way he talks to his players and the way he treats his players. Uh, there's becoming mounting evidence on that. I, I'm not sure how much long Josh McDaniels has as the head coach. I'm not saying I believe everything that Chandler Jones says right now because of what he's going through. Cause I, cause again, I think we could be looking at a medical episode I just see one hell of a hot mess for the Las Vegas Raiders, and I've never thought Josh McDaniels was a head coach, and I think that's kind of playing out uh, each and every week, Was Right. You 
saying you also like the Chargers? Oh, the Chargers, yeah. Yeah, but okay. but but I just wanted to kind of talk about just the situation. Yeah. I, I think it's an unraveling situation. Devonte Adams looks like he's ready to explode. I don't know what the hell's going on. Is Garoppolo playing? I think uh, last I checked, he was practicing. I, I think he didn't clear the protocol as of yesterday, but the, they felt there was some optimism that he was going to play in the game. Okay. All right, so yeah, let's see what happens. But that's 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 my take in, on that particular um, on that particular situation. So yeah, I, I like I like the Chargers too. I, I like only two games, two wins, and you know it has right. been a, it has been a tough start in terms of over unders. It's even been even more complex when it comes to survivor picks. I'm in a pool with 9,500 people. Wiz, we're down to less than 2,500. Three weeks. Yeah. So it's not been easy early season in the NFL. Uh, two games I like, Wiz. I like the over in that Jaguar-Falcon game. Uh, I think the Jaguars are playing pretty poor defense. Houston had their way with them last week. I think Atlanta will get on track a little bit offensively, unleash Bijan Robinson a little bit in this particular game. I like the And I, and I, think, I think Jaguars need to play a better football game. So over 43 currently, I like the over in that particular game. And the other game I like, Wiz, I really like the Browns this week against the Ravens. The Ravens have shown me absolutely nothing I know there was a lot of talk around Todd Munkin and his offense and what they were going to do. Um, we know they're down a couple of receivers, right? Uh, looks like Bateman's out. O- OBJ is out. Cleveland's been playing terrific defense under Jim Schwartz, who's always been a very high-level defensive coach in the league. Uh, I really like the Browns in this game, laying one and a half against the Ravens. Was. Well, what's the, what's the latest on Watson? Uh, you know what? I think he's going to play, and I, I even <laughs> even if he doesn't play, I don't care. I like that kid Darius Tom, Thompson Robinson. I really don't care. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry, Wiz, but the Ravens look like crap right now. I don't know how you no, feel. I, I hear you on that. I'm just saying the, the when the line is down to one and a half Cleveland, which I don't know if it's trending that Watson's going to miss the game or what. But okay, yeah, I know you like the backup. So the Cleveland Browns is your other pick yep. as far as games go. And uh, let's get the player props. So I started the games. Why don't you uh, start us off with player props? I've got a handful today, Wiz, five of them. Uh, I went a little crazy last week, even though I suggested, I think, seven or eight on the podcast. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little calmer this year. I, I, this week, I bet way too many last week. I did well, but but I bet way too many. So I'm going to stick to five. Two quarterbacks, Wiz. Let's go with Kirk Cousins. Three games in a row against the Carolina Panthers, who have a banged-up defense. He has thrown for over 300 yards. I'm going to take over 283.5 yards passing for Kirk Cousins in this ball game. Uh, we, I... I had one of my picks last week was Josh Dobbs, which was against that Dallas Cowboy defense uh, last week. I think it was 19 and a half, the over-under in rushing yards. You know, Dallas has that type of aggressive defense. I figured Dobbs was going to rush over that kind of yards. He was done with that bet in, in the first half. Uh, in, th- in this week's game, Wiz, uh, playing against the San Francisco 49ers, I think Dobbs will see, once again, aggressive rushing. 17 and a half seems ridiculously low, so give me the over for Josh Dobbs. 17 and a half yards uh, rushing in this particular game. Uh, two rookie receivers I like this week, Wiz. Um, I think they're being underappreciated for their contributions and the amount of targets that they're getting per game, and that is uh, Downs from, from the Colts, uh, who is three and a half for his receptions, and Zay Flowers, who is going to be the main guy, uh, along with Mark Andrews, Four and a half. I know I talked about a good Cleveland defense, but I think volume will be there. So give me over four and a half for Zay Flowers in terms of receptions. And lastly, uh, I am going to go 
over 48 and a half yards. We saw what that duo in Miami did to the Denver Broncos last week. I think there is a changing of the guard that is underway in Chicago. I know the Bears stink as well, uh, but Rashawn Johnson seems like he's getting ready to take over that job a little bit more, Wiz. So I'm going to take the over Rashawn Johnson receiving and rushing yards at 48 and a half. All right, I got some quarterback uh, props as well that I like. Um, believe it or not, I have a crazy one. I mean, this is one that if you play, you may not even want to watch the game. But I'm going to go under two uh, touchdowns, one and a half. Um, I know what they did last week. I know their arsenal. I know that that Jalen Waddle is back. But but Buffalo understands what Miami wants to do and likes to do. And I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to hold Miami to under 20 points. But I think you know he, there's a good chance that he will throw under one and a half touchdowns in his game. Uh, I think it will be a competitive game, and I think Miami will do a lot of their damage on the ground in the game. So I'm going to go under one and a half rushing touchdown or uh, throwing. Passing touchdowns for two. I'm going to go over one and a half passing touchdowns for Russell Wilson. Uh, I just think this is a good matchup. Um, Jerry Judy, his second game back, along with Mims and Colin Sutton. I just think they're going to they're going to have a good offensive game. So I like Russell Wilson over one and a half touchdowns thrown. I like uh, Kieran Williams for an anytime touchdown in this game. I think this is a perfect matchup for that player. I like Kieran Williams uh, anytime touchdown. I'm going to go Dotson uh, along with my theme of the commanders. I think Darius Slay travels with McLaurin all over the field. So I think Dotson has a good matchup uh, against the other cornerbacks. I'm going to go over three and a half receptions for Dotson. Uh, Herbert, uh, over one and a half touchdowns thrown along with my theme for the charges as well. Uh, I have two more. One is under Dalton Schultz, 27 and a half yards receiving for the Texans. I think this is going to be a game where they're going to need him to stand in uh, and, and, and try and block Watt in this game. So I want to go under 27 and a half yards. And then one that you're not going to believe, but I just feel I have to do it. I'm going to go a same game parlay, the Wilson boys. Zach Wilson, over 172 and a half yards passing, and Garrett Wilson, over 54 and a half yards receiving. I just, I know, I, I understand what he's looked like, but I just think this is a good matchup. They're going to have to play an offensive game to try and keep up with Kansas City. Can't play one of these conservative games. So I actually think Zach Wilson is going to have a good game, and I'm going to go Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson over passing and receiving. Very interesting. It was very interesting. You know, I, I was very tempted, and, and maybe I can tempt you. I almost took the, and I actually, two is only, he's played five games against the Bills. Only one time he's gone over 300 yards, and believe it or not, that was in his first game against the Bills. Um, I, I, I was leaning towards potentially going under 273 and a half yards as well. So, um, yeah, I, you, you've got me thinking I, I should be leaning towards that bet. So uh, let, let's see what happens. Uh, I'll make this comment on Zach Wilson. Th- this is it for Zach Wilson as far as I'm concerned. Was the Jet situation? Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, this is it. The Jet situation is about to implode. Uh, you've got this contentious situation that's kind of evolving with the defense growing frustrated. Uh, you know, by the way, Quentin Williams has to get out there and start making some sacks too. You know, he was counting sacks in those preseason scrimmage games against teams, but we got to do it in real games. So 
everybody's got to look at themselves in the mirror on that Jet football team and play better. Uh, this is a game they're going to have to do it. There'll be a lot of hype in the building. Taylor Swift will be in the building. Um, so there'll be a lot going on. Uh, but this is it for Zach Wilson. So if Zach Wilson does not play well, well today. Game, set, match for his NFL career, at least with the Jets. Uh, and they will move They will move to Simeon, and they will move to probably sign another quarterback somewhere. But the, this is this is, this is is the last rodeo for Zach Wilson. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I, I, I know how bad he's looked and how bad the Jets' offense has looked, but I just think the price has just gone down to a level yeah. that I just can't pass. Well, it's, it's, look, 170 he, yards passing. I, I don't disagree. Four and a half yards receiving for Gary Wilson. I, I just... I just have to play it. So if you remember last week, I took the under on both Mac Jones and Zach Wilson in that particular game. The the conditions at MetLife Stadium last Saturday and around the New York Metropolitan, it's raining nine out of 11 days here. That was a horrendous day to play football, number one. The week before they were going against Dallas, we saw what Dallas did against the Giants, and they did the same thing against the Jets, where both teams got completely dominated and annihilated. That, That defense was playing hyped up, Diggs was there, healthy and all that sort of stuff. So I'd like to look past it. That's not to say that Kansas City doesn't have a formidable defense. They have a very smart uh, defensive coordinator in Steve Spagnola. We know Chris Jones is back. This team can play defense, and they're going to put pressure on the quarterback. Zach Wilson's got to constantly be moving around in the back. You know, he cannot be sitting in the pocket. He's got to move around. I'd like to see some imagination. I, I think we all have to remember in, in week one, Aaron Jones played, uh, sorry, Aaron Rodgers played five snaps. The Jets won that football game. Zach Wilson actually played a halfway decent football game. So weather last week, tough Dallas defense. I'd like to agree with you that we see something, but I just don't know if the psychological impact that what all the stuff we're hearing just weighs on on, on Zach Wilson. I don't know. But I do know that this is last this is the last attempt to make fans believe and make the coaching staff believe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be shocked if it all implodes, but I really believe that he is going to play a good game tomorrow night. So uh, <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. All right, Wiz, fantastic. Uh, well done as always. It's Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Make sure you're subscribing and listening. Uh, good luck this weekend. It's not going to be easy, uh, as we talked about. It's been a. It's been. Not, it's been a challenging first three weeks. And I'm sure week four will have lots of interesting developments as well. So enjoy the games this weekend. We will talk next week. Have a great one. Yeah, you do the same.